Hello? Howdy? There you are! Hi! How are you? So good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> ah, there we go. There yeah. she is. Well, happy birthday uh, to Sharon. Oh, yes. Thank you. I know. We love we love birthdays. We Even in our weirdest moments, we've always managed our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have anything special? We do. We have a tradition where uh, we always have uh, cake and ice cream for breakfast, which was kind of a challenge in the days where I was getting up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a little more manageable. The timing was a little bit off this time around. I didn't have the time to go out and get cake in time to have it when we woke up this morning. So instead, I ordered Starbucks and had them deliver a brownie. And then I put a candle in the brownie. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, just now I went out and got cake and we'll have that for dinner when her her family gets here. We'll have uh, cake and ice cream and presents and all that stuff. Actually, I already gave her uh, her present. I got one of those. This is so goofy, but it is so cool. It's um, an Aurora Borealis light projector for your room. No, but it sounds awesome. It's awesome. It's so goofy. It's like, it's just a little projector like like you'd get for a little kid, only it's for me. Well, for Sharon. I mean, really, I got it for her, I swear. Um, (laughs) And it just projects the Aurora Borealis on your ceiling, and it kind of moves through different colors and and patterns and then at one point there are stars and the stars are so beautiful i mean it's just really beautiful i think it plays music and all that stuff too we haven't tried that yet we just plugged it in and did the little light show this morning um but it's it's very soothing so i think uh i think that was a pretty good gift (laughs) that's great yeah i also got her a air compressor and a brad nailer so that's a little more that's a little more in line with sharon usually tools (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's really wonderful. I think there's a million of them. If you go on Amazon or just go to Target or something, you'll find, you know, a million different kinds of them. I'm not I'm not brand loyal. I just saw somebody uh uh one of our uh, relatives gave one of our other relatives one for Christmas for our gift exchange a couple of weeks ago and I saw that and I went, "Oh, that's so Sharon." <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the stars kind of projectors, but I've never heard of the Aurora Borealis kind. The star ones are fun. Apparently, you you can get some that are pretty accurate, you know, to like what the actual night sky would look like. Uh, they're a little little pricier than I would want to spend. But the Aurora is kind of a, I don't know, we've been trying to work more on like uh, meditation and mindfulness kind of stuff, which usually you have your eyes closed for. But um, the Aurora, it I feel like it puts off that same kind of feeling like when you're meditating when you're looking at these little lights go also the cat really liked it one of our cats was like whoa what is going on (laughs) (laughs) they didn't get confused trying to chase the laser what they think is a laser you know I bet if it was on the wall, they would. I think because it was on the ceiling, even the cats were smart enough to go, I can't reach that. But I bet, oh my God, Anna, what a great idea. We should project it on the wall and see See what they do. Okay. (laughs) Note to self, do that later. (laughs) Please video, send videos. (laughs) Send video. Yeah. (laughs) So what are you guys up to? Well, I was Mm. pretty freaked out by that article I sent you guys. hilarious if you're big busted you look like an airpod and they were are they like serious that that's how they're describing themselves and i i'm airpod shaped it well you know how tiktok <laughs> takes off so somebody did it and then from there on out it was 
whatever. And the the first one, I think she was wearing a white shirt. Yes, right. And the, I think the article that I was looking at said, what other appliances do people have body shapes of? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I love that when, when, you know, if you have a good sense of humor about yourself and your body, I think that's healthy. <laughs> you know, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is I'll never look at AirPods the same. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, there must have been a slow news week because also it said if you have particularly big rear end that you're actually smarter because you have more cortisol and all these things that, that are stored in fat if you have a big derriere. And I was like, I am not blogging about these. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, cortisol makes you smart? Apparently. I thought it was a sign of stress. I thought cortisol goes up when you're stressed. It it does, but something about having it in your butt versus your stomach, I guess, is a good thing. I don't know. (laughs) And and then not only that, did you see that they had their list of words and phrases that are to be banned in 2022? I saw that going around. I I haven't had a chance to check the list. Just guess. Just guess. What are some of the things that you think people want to ban? Quarantine? (laughs) Definitely. You're on mute. Instead of you're muted, you're on mute. Oh, like a Zoom Zoom thing, right. And this one was way before before COVID, but still at the end of the day. Oh yeah, that's gotta go. That's a hard one to get out though. That that's a that's one of as we say in radio, a crutch phase. At the end of the day is one of those things you just say like well all things being equal you know i i find myself saying at the end of the day a lot and it makes me crazy as soon as it comes out of my mouth but i can't stop it yeah and and i think that's the problem is we're not thinking uh, another one is that being said or that said that being said like mm-hmm. i that said this said, but now yeah. i'm going to say that and then the 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 three that well two that really got me cuz i they uh, circle back it's like would you stop circle <laughs> no, no. Or piggyback. My sister was on a call where it was like 10 people were like, well, can I piggyback on that? Well, I'm going to piggyback. I'm like, yes. and you deep. You do hear that on Zoom yeah. calls a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to piggyback on that. It's like, stop it. You're not in kindergarten. There's these business words like uh, the one that drove me crazy a couple years ago was synergy. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Synergy and vertical, you know, and, and, and anything that's like biz, all the business buzzwords that get stuck in our everyday life. And I think piggyback and circle back are definitely words or crushing it, right? I'm yes. Crush it. Like, uh, that originally yeah. was like a, a sales term that I'm going to crush it. Now it, everybody uses it. Or deep dive. I'm so deep sick dive. of that. It's like, let's do a deep dive. Let's not and say we did. <laughs> you know, mine right now, this is driving me batty, is suddenly everything is and just like that. Oh, my God. That's oh one of God. them. That's one of them. <laughs> oh, that's driving me crazy. And uh, another one is supply chain. Or how about this, you guys? Wait, what? Oh, I love wait, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. like that one. I see that on Facebook posts. Yeah. We're not banning wait, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, and another one is asking for a friend. <laughs> that yeah. one can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that can go. I, I got so many comments and I love them so much. But this is, I love this. My friend Marsha said, uh, Marsha and then my friend Terry, uh, please provide the list of replacement phrases so I can still look hip. Oh, wait, is that dating me? And then Marsha said, uh, you just eliminated my entire vocabulary. I need some replacements. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> How about I'm not crying, you're crying? Is that something that we can get rid of? Oh. That's something we would need a replacement phrase for. Like what something else that says, I'm too cool to cry over this, but it's worth it. Yeah. Like that's a lot of words. So I'm not crying, you're crying kind of <laughs> says it. <laughs> The one that I'm tired of, because I feel like people just use it now like a thumbs up, is LOL. I mean, I've never liked it, but now I, like, despise it. Right. It's like... Uh, like in text or just somebody saying it? Like, there's this one oh, person wow. that I've texted over some business things, you know? And if they don't have a response, like, just don't respond. But it, instead, they'll be LOL and give me a laughing face. I'm like, what? What? Are, what? It's not even funny. Plus, I was married to a hairdresser, and my daughter was a hairdresser, and LOL is little old ladies. That's what they put on the calendar, the blue-haired ladies, <laughs> because you do their hair different. So they're LOL, little old ladies. <laughs> Today I learned that's awesome. (laughs) I'm kind of tired of new normal. I've always hated new normal. Yeah. You know what else I hate? Normalcy. Normalcy is not even a word. Ronald Reagan invented that word and then suddenly everybody was using it. It's not actually a word, but it is now. Huh. I don't like new normal. I want to go back to supply chain. You like Um, that? No, I hate it. Me too. it, It bothers me because... It bothers me in the same way as as defund the police. Like it's not it, it's beca- it's a crutch phrase for something that we don't that that's upsetting us but that we don't really understand what it means, right? Like well, it's a supply chain issue. No, actually it's not a supply chain. I mean, yes, there are things that are a supply chain issue, but some things are not a supply chain issue. Some things are like the driver was sick today or whatever you know there's a million reasons why something might not be where something is but it's not all a supply chain issue believe me there were plenty of times where i went to the auto parts store and they didn't have the windshield wiper i needed before the pandemic hit right so it's not a supply chain issue they just don't have the thing you're looking for right so yeah so that one that one bugs me and somebody said right they're so tired of everything is right and i know when i edit i i take out all the rights (laughs) Gosh, pretty much, we're not going to have anything. No. <laughs> well, then how do we turn opposite of left? <laughs> That's it. Will you turn the opposite of left, please? <laughs> my my ex-husband used to say, uh, when he would want me to turn left, he would say, my left, because I always got him mixed up. <laughs> I just saw a recently, oh, it was my sister, of course. Um uh, my sister, who is a, uh, she's an attorney, but she was a journalist before she was an attorney. And um, she still has that journalistic mind. And she subscribes to the Associated Press Style Guide uh, in, on Facebook. And recently they they announced some changes. And one of them is that they're, they've stopped the distinction of um, of over, over versus more than and fewer versus less than. So, and this drives me crazy. Like, you know, there are more than a few, there are over 60 things. There are more than 60 things. There, there are very specific reasons when you use one or the other in context when you're writing. And apparently we're just throwing the rules out now. And this drives me crazy. And I think it's because people like ever, probably ever since texting started, but really email texting, this whole like the last, I would say 20, 25 years, there's been a complete erosion of grammar and punctuation and capitals. All of that stuff is gone. And it's so hard to get people that are like under 35 to care um 
And we're getting to that point where it used to be like even within the last, you know, couple of years, a business like when you were doing business correspondence, especially on social media, even on Twitter's different because you kind of want to go out of your way to look hip on Twitter. But even like on a professional business Facebook post, like if you're a police station or a business or whatever, you want your posts to have proper spelling and punctuation and grammar and it's got it's going away now like no one i can see the shift in the last year that that no one seems to care anymore and now even the associated press is like nah whatever less than fewer than more over under we don't care just say words just say words (laughs) words 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 it used to be that penmanship counted oh right and now it has nothing to do with anything. And I wonder if that's the direction we're going with what you're talking about. Spelling, grammar, punctuation, all that kind of thing. Well, there's um, a generation that's offended if you put a period at the end of your sentence. Or two spaces. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Even two spaces. Oh, two spaces is so taboo. Yeah. 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 It's now I now I make myself crazy when I have two spaces and I'm like, no, got to only have one space. <laughs> it just yeah. it doesn't look right. But I know. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a crazy one. And I know we sound like little old ladies. I get that. But it's just it's like the words are like I love words you know? <laughs> and I hate to see them going away. Mm-hmm. Words are your life. They really are. I talk them and I write them. I want them. I want them the way I want them. <laughs> and, you know, it's like somebody, I, I think you say this in every, I don't think there's any uh, business or, or hobby or walk of life where you don't say this, but you have to know the rules before you can break the rules. And I, I feel like English is, that is someplace where that is absolutely true. You are, when you're reading uh, a book, a novel, let's say, um, where, characters have dialects right if you don't you won't you won't enjoy it let alone understand it if you don't understand what a proper sentence should look like you won't understand stand it when you see a dialect sentence am i making any sense yes yeah yeah you know though remember they didn't talk like we do today or did back 20 years ago back when the old uh, thou hast blah blah blah. I wonder if they were bothered by the same thing. They're using the instead of thy. It's my right. Mm-hmm. Whatever <laughs> you know. Or I'm just gonna say it. Generation gap, and we're on the yeah. other end now. <laughs> we are. We are absolutely on the other end now. Yeah. No, Anna, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Wouldst thou use a pen with the ink inside rather than dip the feather of the ostrich in the whirlwell? Right? <laughs> People were probably driven crazy back when there were telephones on the wall. Right. And, and the kind that the rotary phone, instead of calling the operator to help you out. Right. Party lines. Party, party lines. lines. Sure. I think we had a party growing up. I think I was just outside of it, but there was a party line at our house. I think by the time I was old enough to be allowed to answer the phone, it wasn't there anymore. But I can remember my sister and brothers talking about it, like answering the phone. Like there was like a neighborhood trunk line or something Yeah, to believe. But no, you're right. It's, it's I, I have absolutely become you kids get off my lawn. I know that <laughs> about myself. <laughs> and you know what? I think we've done a pretty good job of of keeping up for the most part. I mean, look at the way we do our... First of all, we do a podcast. We do a thing called a podcast. Right. And we do a podcast. And then uh, Lori has mastered the the nuts and bolts of 
of how to, you know, get us in three different places and record us and send it out to people. It's not like we're complete Philistines. We're embracing the technology. <laughs> what what we're <laughs> lamenting, I think, is the um, the decorum. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the class. We are grieving yeah. the loss. We're grieving the loss of class. Mm-hmm. Part of it is the attitude of it for people to not even care. Right. You know, what are we going to do? Like start just having emojis to to communicate (laughs) at some point. We're actually regressing to hieroglyphics. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to see my grandkids this week and I'm going to tell them this was an emoji when I was a kid and I'm going to draw a smiley face. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Remember when there when there were only like a few emojis? Yeah. And they wouldn't show up on your phone like they would be a letter J or a letter P or something. And you'd be like, why are you, why did you put JJJJJ on that email? Oh, okay. It was a smiley face and my computer can't read it. I get it. What is three greater than? <laughs> there are some people that are really good at those. Like you'll, they'll have all the little symbols and they're like a bicycle like oh my god how did you do that with all those commas and arrows wow that's impressive yeah (laughs) when they make like an entire picture like several rows of of letters and and numbers that's crazy to me i know i'm very impressed by that when people can do that yeah me too yeah i did i was so proud of myself the other day i was texting i uh, tweet for my job and uh, whenever we uh, use a photo that someone has sent us or that we've pulled out of, off a public camera, we have to give photo credit. And most people type photo credit. And I use the, the camera emoji because it, you know, you have only have a certain number of letters you want to put on a tweet. And one of my coworkers who's younger than me was like, hey, where'd you get that camera thing? And I was like, yes, I know a thing. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you know what? There's, there's another phrase that should probably be retired, but that I love, which is a thing. Like, oh, this might be a thing. That might be a thing. Well, see, that's for the us lazy folks that just can't think of what that thing really is. We have to call it something. To me, it's shortcut for this might be something important that you want to bring your attention to. I just say, oh, that's a thing. So some of these phrases are good. But you're right, Lori, a year from now, we'll be ready to retire them. (laughs) And by the way, who is the arbiter of what words we keep and what words we don't keep? Well, that is such a good question because this is something Lutheran. I can't find the article, article, but it's like a Lutheran college. And every year they people send in their request of what words they want banned. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But then there's that whole list of new words that are ushered in to the dictionary, and I don't know who's in charge of that. Is Webster still in charge? Maybe. The dictionary. Or, or, or the OED, the Oxford English Dictionary? Dictionary? Or Britannica? Oh, no, that's encyclopedias. Encyclopedia Britannica. Did you guys have encyclopedias growing up? Yeah. Yes. Me too. We didn't have the entire bookcase of it. We had this humongous book that I couldn't believe it was a book. It was huge. I think I still have it. Remember people used to go door to door to sell them? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. So. I remember doing a school, like that was our Google, like you would do a report in school and you would have to look at the encyclopedias and not all of my friends had them, so they would come over to our house to borrow ours. Mm. But my dad also got really into the Time Life books. <laughs> we had like the like the Western series and the, um, what were the, uh, the great, um, like the National Parks they were really good. They had really good photography in them. I used to love those books. I don't know where they are now. I think maybe my brother has them. I think we couldn't bring ourselves to throw them out. Oh. 
But my, I don't know why my dad liked that stuff, but he did. He just thought they were great. And I'm glad he did. You know, they were, they were good references and they were fun to look at. There was this one I remember about Einstein and the theory of relativity that I used to read over and over and over again, hoping I, I would understand it. And here I am 50 years later and I don't, <laughs> still don't understand it. <laughs> I remember those time life is it time life books yep so there's those time life books and then there were like weren't there like coins and stamps or something they would sell sets yeah they said and they, they still sell i believe they still sell u.s mint sets where every year you can get a set of that year's branded year's coins that are in a little like a little plastic box my brother collected coins for years i think he might still have those too but yeah i remember that there would be stamps and all that stuff people still collect stamps uh now yeah. we don't, I mean, are there still stamps? There are, I know there's forever little sticky stamps. forever stamps. I don't know. I so rarely mail things anymore. But I, but I wonder if it's different now that stamps are sticky. Like, I think the whole point of collecting them was that you put them in this little special book thing and you had to wear gloves and use little tweezers and I don't know, <laughs> asking for a friend. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yes. Oh, I think you're on mute. <laughs> We've been talking about that for over 10 minutes, or maybe it's more than 10 minutes. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, man. Have you guys seen the, um, I'm kind of, my new, uh, every couple of months I get obsessed with something that NASA's doing, and right now it's the James Webb Telescope. Have you guys been following this? No, do tell. No. Oh my God, this thing is amazing. They launched it on Christmas Day. And it's an, it, and, and, and once again with NASA, this is a completely international mission. I think it launched from like, I don't know, Kazakhstan or something. There were like multiple countries involved in this project, but no one ever talks about how we all get along and do cool things. All <laughs> we ever talk about is how we fight and don't like each other, right? But. <laughs> So this telescope is, um, it's like the Hubble times a million, where it's going to go farther uh, out into our solar system uh, to the point where it's going to be able to read uh, the light from distant stars. So as time, here I am with my theory of relativity book when I was five years old, as the universe is expanding, the time expands too when you get there right and so they're like super 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 old things and the farther out you go the old, kind of the older they get or maybe it's the newer whatever it is this telescope is going to go see them so we're going to be able to basically literally look at our past like wow. currently we're going to be able to look at our past and the idea is that you know from the big bang where things went out so they want to try to get it out there to some of the older parts of our of our beginning but the telescope itself is what's cool it it basically is like, imagine like the size of a football field, or maybe it's more like a tennis court. Um, this big kind of like multi-mirrored little octagonal shaped things like a honeycomb. And the size of a, of a tennis court. But in order to get it in a rocket, they had to fold it up. So they basically have this thing that's folded up, sent it like a million miles away, and they're sending little computer commands to it to unfold itself. And it's working. <laughs> that's right? out of my mind. Like for those of you who can't figure out how to get your Gmail on your phone, <laughs> the people at NASA are telling a telescope to like... Turn left, turn right, unfold, stick this pole out there, put that mirror on top of that pole a million miles away. It's, it's 
baffling. And it's taking pictures and sending back signals going, okay, I did it. Wow. And it's just, it's so cool. And and it's like all these, I don't even understand how it works, but basically it has to, it can never face the sun. So the biggest part of it is like basically this giant umbrella <laughs> that that keeps like a parasol. It's like a, like a little Southern lady who doesn't want to get the vapors, right? So <laughs> it's got this big like cover that keeps it away from the hot part of the sun so that it can focus its beam into the dark part of space and, uh, you know, start sending us back pictures of stars and stuff. It's so cool. That's crazy. I always wonder like when they do that stuff, when they send anything out there, to Mars even. They send it all the way there only to find out it doesn't work. I mean, I wonder how they make it. (laughs) Right. I I would be afraid of that happening. Oh, I know that they are. Are you kidding? These guys are probably up all night panicking about stuff like that. It's billions of dollars they're spending. That happened with the Hubble. The Hubble telescope that went up, whatever, 25 years ago. The, The lens didn't work properly. So they sent out, I can't remember how they did it, but they basically, the Hubble wasn't that far away. So they were able to send a team out to fix it. And then it started sending back these unbelievable, like those pictures you see of star nebulas, those like multicolored gaseous cloud things that are like where stars are birthed, you know, those all came from the Hubble after they fixed it. So this one's different because it's so far out, they wouldn't be able to do that. So I'm sure they're all up all night eating, eating Tums and Pepsis, you know, (laughs) Oh, it's just so crazy when you think about how far we've come. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And reaching toward the future, it, it's it, it to me stuff like that is the antidote for the rich people taking rides into space. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, that they like they've all been doing. And I know that that's all kind of building for the future where we can where we can travel in space. I I get that there are scientific achievements for these flights. But it seems so, it just feels so self-serving to watch Jeff Bezos go up in a rocket and then invite his friends to go up in a rocket and then invite Michael Strahan to go up in a rocket. You know, I mean, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's doing anything other than showing off. Whereas the stuff that NASA is actually doing is just mind-blowing. And the thing about also COVID is that it brought us into the new century. So many people were resisting technology and it came to a point where you just can't. In fact, uh, I was talking to a friend and I said something about Zoom and he's a car salesman. He's like, what are you talking about, Zoom? And I'm like, oh, don't even. Are you kidding me? You don't know what Zoom is? No. Was this recently? Yesterday. Oh. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how can you? I don't. My brain can't even comprehend that you don't know what Zoom is. <laughs> <laughs> he's older than me, probably 70 something. But he's actively working as a car salesman. Mm-hmm. And so how did they conduct business over the last year with coworkers? Not even like selling cars, but just meet with the company. Like any, any idea about that? Yeah, they've just had to use masks and social distance. And so they kept working. Yeah. Well, there was a time when I don't even think you when restaurants closed, I think that you couldn't even go in and buy a car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. Remember that? Remember the two weeks to stop the spread? Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Two right. Years ago? <laughs> two weeks. Just two weeks. Oh, we can do it. In two weeks. We're going to be done with this thing by, by May. We'll be yeah, good. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And essential. We, everybody was this. You had to be an essential worker. In fact, I just found, I was cleaning the other day and I found my official Department of Homeland Security letter that our boss gave us at the radio station so that we could keep going to work. Wow. Oh, I didn't know it came from there. Yeah. Or something. 
Homeland Security. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, it just sounds so official. It does. And And important. It was. It was it was kind of like (laughs) shocking when they handed it to when I got mine. I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is like important. (laughs) It was just so I could go to work and tell fart jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, before we go, we would be remiss to not. Is that a word we want to give up? Remiss? Remiss. Okay, I, I I do like remiss um, to not mention who would have been a hundred on January seventeenth, but didn't quite oh, make it. Betty White. I had a client that day, and she answered the phone, and she was crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And she's like, Betty White's gone, and I'm like, no. Like it's affected so many people. I don't think she even realizes the impact she had on people. I don't think so either. Have you heard about the um, Betty White Challenge? Yes. Go ahead. Explain it. It's awesome. So she loved animals, and she was. it was extremely important to her to care for animals. And the Betty White Challenge is on January 17th, which would be her 100th birthday, to either make a donation to the Humane Society or an animal shelter or adopt an animal if you can. That's so sweet. Yeah. I did ask my client because she told me that. And I go, oh, so will you be donating? She's like, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't know that she started in radio. I think I must have known that at some point, but I didn't quite know it. And um, there's just a beautiful picture that one of my coworkers put up talking to a microphone for CBS. And now that I work for KCBS, that just made me really happy. (laughs) Like, oh, "Oh, that's awesome. She did everything, it seems like. With such humor and grace. And it always touched me what she said about Alan White. People would always say, are you going to remarry? She said, I found my one-time love. Yeah. I bet they're together now. Yeah. They said her last words were, Alan, did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, I just read that in an article that they said her last words were, was Alan. My, of course, my thought is she saw him waiting for her. Oh, I hope so. Do you guys remember Password? The show yes. they were on? Mm-hmm. What years? Oh, 70 something. Yeah, we were kids. Yeah. It was a game show. It was a game show. Game was, show. And he, he was, was the host. host. She was kind of a perpetual guest. So she did game shows. She did sitcom. She did that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. radio. Movies. Mm-hmm. I just saw her on a Hallmark. Hallmark movie over the weekend with Jennifer Hewitt Love. Gosh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. What? I know. Yeah, they made it in her town. I think, is it Illinois? I don't want to get it wrong, but they made the 17th will be Betty White Day in in her hometown. Good, as well it should be. I want to say St. Olaf, but I know it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably do it too. (laughs) I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will do it too. Uh, you know, obviously, who didn't love the Golden Girls? But um, I remember her and always loved her as Sue Ann on the Betty on um, the Mary Tyler Moore Show, where she was really kind of mean and bitchy, and um, so funny. She could backbite, or you know, she could just dig deep yeah. with her words. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, so good at it, and just so mean to everybody, and just so wonderful at it. And then she turned around and was this like sweet little innocent thing on uh, Golden Girls. I never watched Hot in Cleveland, but I hear that was pretty funny, too. Yeah, I didn't see that either. But yeah, she did also do hosted a funny like almost like to tell the truth, not to tell the truth, but like where they prank somebody. And didn't she win an Emmy for hosting Saturday Night Live? Oh, my gosh, maybe. Okay, did she sing? 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's done it all then. She's mm-hmm. done it all. I really wish she could have made it to 100, but... Me too. You know, but she was probably ready, you know? I didn't want her to be ready. One of my friend's uh, daughters posted, oh, what'd she die of? And I'm like, well, she was 99. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? 99 is the new 30s. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do kind of want to know, but... um, But it doesn't matter, you know, what she gave us was just so wonderful. It is hard to believe, though. It's really, really hard to believe. I guess it just kind of has to sink in, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the last couple of years, I was always a little bit worried. Like, I don't want to lose her. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and she just kept coming up in one thing after another. It's like, you know. And with energy. Yeah. She's like, as if she was 30, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's the thing is her energy level was always so high in everything she did. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I want to be that when I'm 99. I want to be that when I'm 60. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to be that Saturday, <laughs> you know, like right now. I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. <laughs> uh, I want to be that this weekend. <laughs> so, well, my goodness, I think we have we covered everything. I know that uh, Claire has to get to work. and Yep. I got to go bring traffic to the fine people of the United States of America. To the masses. <laughs> oh, on, the, on the 12th day of Christmas. <laughs> it is the last day epiphany that it's funny when you were talking about it being my wife's birthday we always like to leave the christmas tree up until her birthday because that's epiphany right the 12th day of christmas and her birthday and we always left left the tree up but this year we the tree was not tree wasn't in such good shape (laughs) we were like we were lucky it made it made it to new year's day and we had that january 2nd like the first thing we just like okay let's get this tree out of here before the house goes up you know So I'm kind of bummed because usually we still have the, the Christmas tree up today, but that's uh, that's long gone. But yes, tis epiphany. See, I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to uh, take down the decorations yet. Yeah, yes. so when do you usually? Yet. Not too far after uh, epiphany. I mean, there was one year that we were ridiculous, but as long as I have other neighbors with their lights still on, I just like the look of it. It's just pretty. I, I do. Yeah. I usually leave mine up till Valentine's Day because I like the blinking lights. Yeah. But last year yeah. I took everything down, but I left the lights up because I, I get up early and I like to just plug them in when I'm waking up and reading and drinking my coffee. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wait till Valentine's nice. Day. <laughs> I love it. One year for Halloween, this is many years ago when we lived in Savannah, we found this perfect zombie window cling like it was just this perfect guy's head and hands and it fit in one window pane and it looked so realistic and this little zombie was like looking out the window and we loved this guy so much that we left him in the window and when thanksgiving came i made a little like mile standish hat for him and then when christmas came we put a christmas hat on him and <laughs> then we left him up and for valentine's day i forget what we what we did with him we put like little like a heart necklace or something on him <laughs> that window cling was up for like six months it was the the Halloween gift that kept on giving. And then finally it, the sun got it and it just died. And I've never found one as good. But I always think about that with Christmas decorations. <laughs> like, oh, I see your tr- Christmas tree and I will raise you one zombie. <laughs> so I, I have a similar story. I have a friend. She collects things and somebody gave her a stuffed 
animal, what do you call it? You hang on the, the wall there. That, and it was a goat head and she just couldn't part with it. So she put it up on the wall above her uh, kitchen table and every holiday, same thing. She put a Santa hat on it and she decorated <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, that was a couple of years ago and still... That goat is the decoration of the season. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. But at the end of the day, I have to go to work now. <laughs> it's unprecedented. <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Yes. We're excited about podcasting all through the year for you. Just for you. Just for you and the people that you recommend it to. Who are? The people in your neighborhood. The people on your Facebook page. The people in your neighborhood. The people on your supply chain. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's getting pretty narrow. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, ladies. This is Listen and Learn. Or not. Not. (laughs) Thank you, girls. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Happy 2022! Mwah! Happy 2022! Mwah! Mwah!